Welcome back to BioBang. I'm Thasneem Khan. And I'm Andy Quitmeyer. We're broadcasting live today from an amazing floating canopy blimp. From 15 meters underwater to how high are we now? Um, well, we're on the peak of the island, which goes up to about 240 meters. And then these trees, uh, it's another... 30 meters Yeah, 10, 30 meters, something like that. Yeah. We kind of drift around. Um, and this is a pretty neat contraption that we have here at the Digital Naturalism Conference. It's a, not many people have seen or ridden in their own canopy blimp. Yeah, I really didn't trust you when you asked me to step in, Andy, but it's pretty cool. I'm glad we're doing this. I mean, honestly, I didn't trust myself. Um, I had been seeing all of these parasailers going around getting pulled by boats. And so then when, you know, I figured we'd just hook up a bunch of robots to drag ropes around the, the jungle and hook up a little blimp and just kind of lift us up in the canopy. Didn't really think it would work that well, but it seems to be going fine. Yeah, and these transparent walls really work. It allows us to have a really good look at everything below us. Yeah, for people who might not be familiar with your, you know, average run-of-the-mill canopy blimp, um, we have a sort of small personalized aircraft uh, filled with uh, some hydrogen. We did some electrolysis with a lot of the ocean, uh, made some toxic gas, but also made some, some hydrogen, uh, filled up the blimp, the robot started towing us, lifted us up to the canopy, and we're kind of floating underneath this bubble, and we have a little cockpit, a clearish, extra bubbly cockpit, where we can see all the different creatures around us. Yeah, and the bamboo basket works really well. Who made that? Yeah, I think Kitty was weaving that uh, nice. together. There's a lot of different crocheted bits, um, different cute uh, yarn creatures to attract some of the real creatures. Uh, there's uh, some of these amazing golden tree snakes all around. Um, we actually got the idea for the canopy blimp because we saw one tree snake go right up one of these trees and it was followed by another quite randy looking tree snake. And so we flew up a little drone to see what they were after and what, and what they were up to. And there was some snake boning. Lots of snake boning going There was on. a whole bunch of them up there, wasn't there? There was. We followed two snakes up to the top of the tree, and when we got there, there was like six already at the party. <laughs> Big writhing knot of limbs, or I guess uh, writhing knot of absence of limbs. Yeah, just, just <laughs> snakes. Pure snakes. <laughs> so, Andy, since it's been, what, four weeks of the Digital Naturalism Conference already? Four, five, five, something like lost that. Track of time. Yeah, according to some people, they said that uh, time actually melts here. Uh, hmm. yeah, so. so, careful now, don't bump into trees. Ah, okay. it's, it's a little difficult. It got caught on a liana. <laughs> so, uh, we've seen, I think, 75, 76 people pass through from what I, from my last. The last time I checked in on our record. Yeah. Um, and since none of them really stay for the entire duration, it's like phases. And we've got, we've had a phase of tech people, a phase of crafters, yeah. fabric people. And what do you think of these generations of Dinoconians? It's, it's fascinating. In some ways, it like puts me in this strange perspective where I feel like I've become like an immortal and I just make these friends in one lifetime and they all disappear and then new people come and I'm just, you know, towards the end, it's like I'm almost disaffected from humanity. Um, I'm kind of seeing the larger picture, people come and go and and I'm just, I'm just always, always there. There, floating above the canopy. Floating above the canopy. Have you invited any of them up into this blip or am I the only lucky one? 
Um, I don't know. I I put an open invite. We have the the giant uh, neon and fireworks sign that I put underneath that said, "Come on up, hop in the canopy blimp." In retrospect, not a good idea with the uh, hydrogen filling, mm. but uh, yeah, I mean we're going good so far. Okay. Um, but you I know, don't think all of them have the means to actually climb up this far. But from what I know, there are a couple of people who just might sneak up here. G'day, squad. How you doing up here? Oh, hey! Hey! <laughs> How's it going? I saw your sign, but there were no ladders. You had no way of getting up here, so I had to craft a robot to climb up these trees and oh, help wow. me get up here. I see that. You just you just hopped off the kind of saddle that you put on this uh, tree-climbing robot. Exactly. Uh, can you describe your, your amazing contraption for us? Well, I call it the Tree Yabby, of course. <laughs> mm -hmm. And... Um, it's designed to climb up trees using its little scrubby brushes, uh, a very technical term for the uh, mechanism which propels it up the trees. It's very adorable. It looks kind of caterpillar-like. Uh, it's got these little scrub brush feet that kind of undulate back and forth, propelling you upwards. Yes. Are yes, they brass bristles? What I, material I think, is that? Yes, yeah, they're, they're actually like a, a very uh, high tensile hybrid of, um, uh, well, titanium uh, bristles that <laughs> propel it up this tree. <laughs> wow. And a propeller. That's yeah. a propeller, right? Well, yeah. you got to put a propeller somewhere, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just for the cool factor. Yeah, yeah. It's We're very uh, it's very hot on this island. I wanted to stay cool while I mm -hmm. go up the trees. Yeah, so. And why did you make this uh, wonderful contraption to begin with? Just You just really wanted you to be on the no podcast? ladders on the blimp. I had to, I had to figure out a way up here. <laughs> so I had to climb up those trees and like uh, ride this robot all the way up here. Awesome. So you tree robot building caterpillar man. <laughs> What's your name? I'm Michael, by the way. Uh, <laughs> all the way from Australia. Um, yeah, just floated on in here and I've uh, been having a great time ever since. Cool. You've yeah. been bouncing around the, the conference at all? You've seen different different things? Yeah, there's some stuff going on, some some experiments. Um, people call it science, but I'm not sure yet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not either. <laughs> I don't know what any of this is. Yeah, but uh, I'm just here to help out. Uh, as a matter of fact, I, I left a ladder hanging off the blimp. we got a rope ladder hanging down now. So oh, wow. Someone else is welcome to join at any point. That is one of the things I just love about Dynacon. Uh, me and Taz, we're doing a good job at, at like, being here, floating around, having an island, but it's really the participants who do things like, let's have a ladder so people can go places. You know, it's, it's impressive. So what, how long are you going to be here, Michael? And what, what do you have uh, planned? I'm here till next Friday, and um, I guess now that I've finished this tree climbing robot, uh, I'm going to sort of look for different collaborations and different uh, projects I could help on, like... Uh, you guys really should have had some uh, some uh, fans for thrusting this blimp around. You could have a, a bit more control if one of the storms comes through. So I'm just here to like kind of figure out how I can help other people solve little problems by sticking fans on stuff, <laughs> oh, basically. And is that what you do uh, generally in Australia, build fans? Yes, yeah, I'm a big fan okay. of, <laughs> of fans. <laughs> And do you have any, are there any uh, creatures or things that you've been a, a fan of as well, aside from the robotic fans? Well, uh... Are there any fan-like animals? I saw, um, I saw the gibbon, and ah. uh, that was pretty cool. I, bet. I mean, that's a gibbon, right? Yeah, that's the gibbons gibbon. are gibbons. Yeah, it's a gibbon. Uh, especially when you're up yeah. on top of the canopy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's gibbon, gibbon, gibbons, giving away yeah. all kinds of things. you got to be giving gibbons, right? 
now we're given Gibbons. We saw a Gibbon on that house. So like, I don't know. Are we going to be given more Gibbons? I think so. Yeah. But that Gibbon over there, up, oh, it just took your tree, Abby, right back down the tree. Um, Oops. I think you're oh, stuck wow. up here with us for a while. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have the rope ladder. We got the rope ladder. Yeah. So good yeah. job okay. being prepared. Yeah. yeah. Thinking ahead. Not very Dynacon, right? <laughs> so speaking of natural fans, have you, since we're up in the canopy, which is such an incredible place to explore. I mean, most of the forest life lives up here, actually, not not really on the floor. Yeah, some people say the floor is actually just kind of like the gross bowels of the forest, and only, <laughs> only the kind of crappy animals really live there. Whereas the top of the canopy is what's brimming with life. And these super tall trees that you have around here with the whitish barks, the ones that stick up above the canopy, and they're sort of specific to this region, they're called the dipterocarps. They have little natural fans on their seeds. They're like little helicopters yeah, that propel them through the forest. Yeah, yeah, Maybe yeah. we should attach that to one of your robots. Yeah, we could attach it to this blimp yeah. and get some, some kind of propulsion happening. Yeah, it's been weird just being kind of just yanked around by this rope, just kind of tangled <laughs> up and stuff. <laughs> it hasn't been too controllable. Mm. We just keep crashing into things left and right. Speaking of crashing into things, there's something buzzing towards us at a really fast speed. Should we be worried about that? I don't think so. <laughs> How you doing? Oh, that was a yeah. smooth entry. I thought you oh, were going to burst up blimp. Thank you. That's some good PID control yeah, I well, think you have it's, uh, I'm not in control. Uh, the, the plants are in control of this, this drone. I'm not, I'm oh. not the pilot here. Oh, so the, the plants decided that... Uh, this is a drone? Yes, yeah. I flew in... Uh, uh, my name is David, by the way. Hey, David. Hi, David. <laughs> I, I, uh, I just flew in. Uh, I, I wanted to see what you guys were doing. I saw a rope ladder, but I figured, you know, it's much more stylish to fly in. Yeah. So I... Uh, a little more frightening for us, yeah, but yeah, well, sorry, it worked. You know, and I've seen those plant airways have been having really good discount prices. Yes, um, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. They're they're very uh, very reasonable, and they don't they don't even make you pay bag fees usually. So you can just go, and uh, the the yeah the plants uh, piloted me piloted me over to uh, to your uh, blimp here, and I uh, thought I'd stop in and say hey, how you doing? And how are they doing that? Because I remember taking like a little sunflower house plant, and you know paying a little face on it, putting little gloves on its leaves, sticking out, but it did not drive any of my remote control cars around. So how, how's yours driving a blimp or a drone or whatever you got going on here? Well, I'm hooking some sensors up to the plants and, and uh, reading data um, from, from the plant. I'm, I'm running voltage through the plant and then reading the resistance as it changes over time. And so I'm mapping that. I'm reading data from three different points on the plant and I'm mapping that to latitude, longitude, and altitude on the drone. So uh, that's how the plant determines where the where the drone's going to go. So you have no control. It's really wow. up to the plants, yeah. And I, which plant is this? Ah, that is a good question. <laughs> the one outside my room right now. I need to do a little bit more research to figure out exactly uh -huh. which plants. Uh, I like the ones with the very broad leaves because uh, I can stick my sensor pads on them. But uh, I should do a little broad bit more. Broad leaf plants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's like a, well, I can describe They're it known here. for their navigational abilities. They are, they are excellent navigators. Some plants are just garbage at navigating, but those broadleaf ones are really mm. good. What is it? What is the plant that has the leaves that kind of come out like this, and they're about, you know, maybe 10 centimeters wide at the widest point, and then comes to a... Uh, and it's like I think you're describing <laughs> most tropical everything. Okay. You know, our about plants. This the big? green one. The green one. It's about a big, as big it as a hug. It happens to, to be green. Yes, as big as a hug. Yes, <laughs> it's hug in scale. Yes, and they're excellent drone pilots. 
Yeah, maybe you should name the plant. Uh, yeah. it's, it's, it's Keith. Keith, Keith is the, okay. the plant's name, yeah. Keith. Sure. Yeah, it seems like they have a whole uh, drone squadron going by. I can hear a, a couple more ships that they're sending over. So, um, now that you've taught Keith how to pilot a drone, or you've hooked him up, do you think he'll like take over all the drones in the region? I hope so. That would be great. Maybe each drone needs its own plant pilot from here on out. I think that that would be a good, a good system. And do you often work with uh, plants controlling drones, um, setting up your own plant-based airlines? Not often. Uh, I do. I do work with plants. I've worked with plants in past work, uh, and I often work with machines uh, and use natural data of some sort, whether it be wind or water, or uh, sometimes I use living houseflies to pilot various things or control various things like shoot guns or send Twitter messages, etc., etc. I think I saw, I was at an art installation once and there was uh, some flies flying blimps around. It looked very much like our canopy blimp, um, but there was little flies controlling it rather than just me and Tasneem sitting here kind of stranded up in the canopy. Yeah, was that you? I decided that uh, with that with that particular installation that I needed to give flies the ability to do something that they do anyway um, in, in a, sort of a collective way. So. Yeah, for that installation, we have about 50 living flies in each little gondola with some sensors that sense their movement, and then it maps that movement, or an onboard microcontroller maps that movement to propellers that, that thrust the blimp around. And I think that we can maybe adapt that system to something uh, with our blimp canopy here. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe not flies, but maybe some flying tree snakes could pilot this uh, canopy. That might be a fun, fun way to do it. Oh, yeah. Hey there. Oh, hey. How did, you, how did you get up here? Well, I'm just floating around. Oh, wow. It's just getting float. a bit tight in here. Yeah. You know, as an idea of a dumpling circling around the island, searching for fellow dumplings. Ah, so that's what you are? Yeah. You're, you're not a dumpling yourself. You're just the idea I'm of a dumpling. I'm the idea of a dumpling. Yeah. Ah. You know, actually traveling around, rolling, searching for fillings. And I heard there was some, some good cooking going on in this island. The cooking's been quite magnificent. Uh, Michael, David, you, you've been at the conference a while. What's the, the cooking been like for you? Yep, yep. Absolutely delicious. Yeah, yeah, it's been amazing. Yeah, all kinds of great meals. Have you had any dumplings yet, though? I have not, not had yet. a dumpling. Yet, yet to have a dumpling. Yeah. Have you been at any of the dinner cons? No, I guess not. Oh, oh we've so. had a few amazing dinner cons. Is ah, that what you're talking about? Have maybe you? That's, yeah. yeah. Is that I where the I, is that where you were born? This idea of a dumpling um, well, at a dinner con. I, you know, I don't know what came first. Was it the filling or the or the outer layer? You know. Or was it the Even, idea or the dumpling? Or the idea of the dumpling? Yeah. Are those the the two main components of any dumpling? Just those two parts. You have a filling and you have an outer layer. Are there any yeah. secret aspects of it? Pretty much that, you know. And then you can form it all around. It's very different all around the world. Mm. As far as I've traveled around, you know, there's different different variations of us. They're all tasty though. What's the most complicated dumpling you've ever seen in your floating conceptual travels? Huh. Good one. I don't think there's a complicated dumpling, you know. Does the name Grace ring a bell? Grace? Grace? Yeah. I think she made something. She did, did some she make the idea of I the dumpling? Yeah, is she your mom? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> My, my memory is not so good, you know, as an idea, I just kind of float around, you know, and I just kind of go into the moment around. 
And here, I, I heard about, yeah, there's some memories around Grace here. Even a foraging woman, mm -hmm. a local one. Yeah, a palm you must be talking about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's fantastic. She's coming oh, yeah. up with all kinds of great ideas for foods. Um, haven't seen her make a, a dumpling yet, so Would maybe you, this is a recent event that caused you to be created. Would you do a filling, you think? Do you need a filling? <laughs> I do need a filling. Okay, no just shell. What would, what would a dumpling without a filling be? Hmm. What kind of concept? Shelling? A shelling. Okay. <laughs> a shilling? A shilling. Oh, a shilling. That's way past. I mean, that, that, that was a value in Austria. Yeah, so this yeah. is a little bit of dumpling talk. Um, David, have you ever, you've worked with lots of animals controlling stuff, mm -hmm. um, even wind controlling things. Have you ever had a, a, a dumpling or even no. the idea of a dumpling in your work? I, I haven't, but wow, what a rich. Con uh, well to draw from. I mean, yeah. that, that, I, gotta, the I gotta get to work on that. There's and then the you inside. have the inside. Wouldn't an empty dumpling be a pocket? Would that be a pocket? No, I don't know. Empty pocket. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Could we fill it up with something from the canopy? There's so much to forage in the oh, canopy. Oh, I'm sure. Like 60% of all the rainforest biodiversity lives up here. Do you want to be filled with plant matter? Yeah. Or fruit? Snake orgy? Um. <laughs> what did we do with all that poison gas? We could just put that in dumplings. Mm. That's true. Delicious. Poison <laughs> gas dumplings. I was you thinking see? fresh fruit, like tropical fruit. Mm. You see how much ideas you can put into a dumpling? Yeah. Yeah. It's just a very Is our varieties. blimp, does our blimp count as a dumpling? It has an outer shell. It's filled with hydrogen. And all of us. Yeah. I don't discriminate. I think there's many forms of us, you know. So yeah. Maybe is this there is another, one of the... Is there another one of your drones heading towards us? It sounds like it's buzzing kind of close by, but I don't know if it's going to land here. Those plants, you know, they're really unpredictable sometimes. Yeah, I wonder what... Uh, do, they, do they get any feedback um, when they're flying things around? Are they just... They're just using the cosmos. They're that'll spice plants, natural navigators. It's all like Dune here. That'll be the next phase, some plant feedback, uh, so that there's a, a way for them to know what's happening. Maybe an onboard plant might be the, might be the next phase there. Wow. And what's your, what's your main uh, mode of travel, uh, Mr. Is, uh, I don't know what idea. to call you. Idea. As an idea, I float. Okay. Yeah. Idea is naturally but quite as buoyant. A, as, as when I materialize, I just roll. Ah. Yeah. That's my form of. What was your last role? Do you remember your last role? My last role before coming here. I was uh, I was around um, Middle Europe. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Rolling. Is that like Middle I, Earth? <laughs> yeah, could be. Could be. There's some strange strange beings walking around there. <laughs> You know, I, I rolled around the, the Alps, I entered, it was called Piff Camp, ah, something yes. like that. Yeah. Piff Camp is a, it's a, like a sister conference uh, yeah. to us, I feel. Yeah. It's just a wonderful outdoor hacker camp uh, full of magnificent Slovenians and um, as well as just tons of other people from all around. Oh, there's one of those ideas. tree frogs. Yeah. Um, I was, they, 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 they called me Kneedle. They called you Kniddle yeah. there. And that was, that was the last like, time you were rolling. That was the last time I was rolling. Do you remember who ate you? Huh. That was the, the, the organizers, Tina. Tina? Okay. Amira, yeah. Nice. So they got I mean, the... everyone ate me. Okay. Yeah. 
Cool, and then you just kind of blip out of existence and you come back, you're an idea, you float around to infect the, the next kind of place. Yeah. And, I, and I like to think that whatever, always someone eats me, mm -hmm. ideas sprung out of it. Ah. Yeah. You know, um, speaking of someone who has lots of ideas that kind of float and then they also roll around afterwards, Michael, how does, how does your, is your process in, in building these robots, is it very much like a, a dumpling? Does it follow this dumpling cycle of design? <laughs> um, yeah, this is the first I've heard of, of the dumpling cycle. I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> It's a pretty standard design process. Yeah, right. I must have missed that in design school where you, you stuff the, you have a, a kind of a shell and then you just stuff the gizzards in, right? Like yeah, outside just, and an inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in one of the more advanced um, advanced classes. Yeah, right. I didn't get that far with my design course, so. Um, but the basics of out. floating and rolling must be familiar. Yeah, I've seen yeah, you float I things, mean, I've seen you roll things. How else do you get around, right? Like, that's just, that's just human nature, like. We float, we roll. Hmm. So humans are like dumplings. Different? A little bit. Yeah. I waiting guess. for filling. We're just waiting for fillings. But speaking of uh, interactive food, I, I must remember a Dynacon experience where the uh, where uh, Seamus and Lycan made uh, the sound-activated cocktails, which was quite a cool experience. Oh yeah, tell us about those. How did how did they work? Uh, well, I just saw a bunch of people getting trashed and weird noises <laughs> happening. So it got, it got easy a, after that. Followed by a very intense twerk shop. There was there was an intense twerk shop. So how how did that even get started? Well. There was alcohol and then twerk shop. It's a pretty simple <laughs> equation. Yeah. But what was that strange blue-colored thing everyone was drinking? I'd, we'd have to ask Lycan, but I think it was something local, and uh, it was something to do with plants. So it always and kind clitorises. of back to... It was a clitoria oh. flower. Oh, the butterfly pea. Yeah, the butterfly pea. Yeah. Um, yeah, when butterflies pee, they make a blue flower that reminds people of clitorises. Yeah. And, uh, mm supposedly increases libido, that of course leads to a twerk shop. <laughs> of course, of course. It seems like a lot of, well pretty much everything I can see in here, here at Dynacon is either focused on trees or the ocean, which mm -hmm. is like pretty interesting, like there's a lot of different tangents for these things, but people are exploring these things, it's like a, almost like a subliminal subplot to like whatever the fuck's going on. Yeah, yeah, so which yeah. which clan are you in? Are you you sea person or are you a terrestrial I'm a tree, tree person? Guy, so a tree guy, so far I drove up a tree. Like, that's, mm -hmm. uh, I don't know, maybe I'll go in the sea next. That's the best side. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, not the sea, the land is. Yeah. <laughs> tree versus sea. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I'll, I'll guess I'll have to wait and see. Ah. <laughs> well, thinking about all of these wonderful creatures and environments that we're in, we have a little bit of a segment. Poke it. Poke it. Will you or won't you poke it? Andy. So this is our, our daily common segment where we're going to give you some nouns and you are going to decide whether you should poke it or not. Our first noun that we're going to go around with is a hornbill. The big, clumsy, adorable bird that we see all the time here. David, poke it? No, don't poke it. Don't poke don't the hornbill. Okay. Is this a, like a, an ideological reason or is it just because you can't. I just don't want to disturb them. They, they're so beautiful and peaceful and I don't mm. want to invade their space. 
Okay. No. Michael? Yeah, I'd poke it. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, you could probably even describe, what, what kind of mechanism would you use to poke it? My fingers. Your fingers? Yeah. yeah. But how would you get to it? Uh, well, I'd be up the tree. I'm a tree-climbing robot. And okay. I'd just, just Hop on your it. tree, Abby. Yeah. yeah. Poke tree, away. Abby. Yeah. Okay. And then um, our idea here. Idea of a dumpling. Um, hornbill. It's this bird. Um, it has an outside and an inside, but I don't know if it qualifies as a dumpling. But would you poke it? Yeah, if you consider going around as an idea, you know, and circling it as poking. Because when I'm materialized, I'm just rolling over it. That's not so you're engulfing it. Engulfing. Is yeah, engulfing poking? Yeah. yeah. So we're kind of in symbiosis then, you know, we just <laughs> breathe together. Whoa. Does I'm actually making a dumpling out of it. Whoa. <laughs> An idea dumpling. An idea of a hornbill. When you engulf something, does it start thinking about making dumplings? Is that hornbill like, shit, I need a dumpling. Give me some Slovenian dumplings. Well, I transmitted the idea of dumplings into its mind, yeah. Okay. You know, I'm mm. cultivating it. So you're mental poking, psychic me poking. Yeah. You could call it that. Okay. Yeah, we've, we have a lot of discussion around different kinds of poking. Proxy poking, mm. soft poking, blunt-edged poking. I've poked every cat on the island so far. I don't think any has survived without a poke from me to the face. Mm. I love it. Some have died before you poked them, though? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I wasn't here yet, so... <laughs> okay, so for the next poking at question, would you poke a drone? Absolutely. Poke yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What What are you doing when you're poking? I don't know what I wouldn't poke, to be honest. Like, so these questions. Are, wow. Well, that's yeah. what we're here to find out. Okay. A lot of people show up to poking it. They're like, Psh, I'll never poke anything, or I'll poke everything. Yeah. But we get down to the true guts and gristle. I'm poking the inside the, of the dumpling. I'm poking the drone to hit its e stop so that it doesn't flip over and crash and break its propellers. But sometimes. You want to wear a glove when you're poking a drone like that when it's out of control because those propellers are whipping around pretty fast and can cut your hand. So you got to be wow. kind of careful when you're poking a drone. Mm. That. So you got to be kind of a cool uh, cyberpunk hawk person. There's nothing cool about it. But uh, yeah, you do have to protect yourself. <laughs> so some things, yeah, I guess you got to poke it with a glove. Yeah. Okay, protected pokes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a Don't poke, poke without protection. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I would mentally poke a, a, a drone. Oh yeah, can you, you know? can your ideas infest it, yeah. a drone? Yeah, that's something to try. So yeah, I'll try. Okay, he's gonna try. Yeah. You could poke the plant that controls the drone. Ooh, I could do that, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm. Oh, that would be an interesting causality of poking. Mm. What about poking a fire liana? What is a fire liana? You all haven't even encountered Fire Liana yet? It's uh, the badass thing that wow. cut you know me what? open on it's the like side. A, it's like a woody creeper that grows up here. Actually, if you look out, we should see one. From yeah, here, here, I got again. a couple. I'm going to... Okay. Ow. Yeah. Ow. yeah, now you Ow. all say Andy on your arms. Mm. Uh, no, I'm going to give that a miss, actually. I would not poke that, that either. Found out. Yeah. We found out where you're not poking. <laughs> Maybe a protected yeah. poke. Maybe yeah. another protected poke. Ah, poking with protection? Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm. Ah, but yeah. And... The idea. Plant poke always. Plant poke always. Yeah. Wow, we went from, plant yeah, just always. even considering a plant poke to now, like, Believing plant poke. in plant pokes. Yeah. Nice. That's fantastic. Um, and then we have 
the lightning round Poke of poking it. it. Poke We're gonna give you rapid nouns. You have to just answer. No time for discussion, no time for thinking, and then we'll see who wins. <laughs> Bracket fungus, Michael. Yes. Poke uh, tree climbing robots, David. Yes. Poke Ideas. Ideas. Do you poke yes. other ideas? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> gibbons. Yes. Pokey. Regular monkeys that aren't gibbons. No, um, no. no. Wow, another non-poking. Yeah, they're a bit gross, yeah. Crabs. Oh, yeah. Pokey. An idea to poke a crab. Cool. Oh, yeah. More eels. No. Pokey. Other kind of eels that weren't more eels. I actually already poked an eel. Pokey. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can't go back on it, though. Yeah, yeah. Crabfish. Yes. Underwater? Yes. Yeah, I like I like underwater. <laughs> Solar panels. Michael. Yes. Why are you poking them? You're blocking our sun. Ah, our electricity's going down. Our blimp's sailing. I was, I was Unpoke it, please. <laughs> Unpoke it. Okay, thank you. Rope ladders. Absolutely. And that ends our lightning round of poking it. And we're going to calculate our calculations in our poking it cyberdex. And the winner is... The idea. The idea. Nice. <laughs> Very good uh, idea. You're, Yay. You get to go home with a trophy. <laughs> um, I handed it to you, but it just kind of dropped to the ground. Do I get um, some filling? Uh, I tried filling you with this trophy, but it, it seemed to... Uh, just yeah, dropped we, off. we cannot mentally connect. So we have a special new segment on the podcast, and this is where we answer your questions. This is Fossilized Balloon. If you want to. They just say, is there lots of water to drink? Well, we're on an island, so there's water everywhere. Uh, which is the obvious answer. Um, there's faucets. There's faucets. There's, 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 like, bathrooms. Some, some people in Europe like to drink from the bathroom faucet. Uh, but I don't know if I would want to do that here. Um... There's there's a faucet in the kitchen, and that one, <laughs> I mean, I mean the kitchen's usually being used. I don't know if you want to use it, but there's also these like, these blue vessels, like they're pretty big and heavy, and you can use them as weights. Uh, sometimes they're filled with water, and and uh, I think I was told during the orientation the very formal orientation that you could drink out of those. And uh, sometimes they overflow because uh, they're being refilled. Uh, so it seems like because they get overflowed, that means there's an abundance. Because otherwise, they, they, the, there would be more c c uh, monitoring of the overflowing water. Uh, 
But uh, yeah, we're on an island. There, there must be lots of water. You you can figure out how to get it. If you can't get it from these blue vessels or from this special tap, or if you're on the boat with Yannick, you there's there's another thing there that you can get water from. Or if uh, or if you don't like water, you could get the other liquids. Uh, uh somebody's crystallizing spit. You can. <laughs> you could. You could Only just. Only women spit. None of my spit crystallized. What? Why is that? Why? Why did that happen? I don't have the hormones. Uh, what? Yeah. Only girls spit crystallizes. Really? Yeah. Is it because it's like salty or something, or we have some borax, or what? <laughs> I think girls are made out of borax. <laughs> I think you nailed it. Okay, I guess that's the conclusion then. Okay, I answered that question. What's next? And we're back from Fossilized Balloon. So, how's everyone doing in the canopy? Very well. It's very It's peaceful. so peaceful up here. Yeah. Do we have plenty of drinking water up here? Um, we do, thanks to the idea. Oh, you brought, you were packing some water bottles. Oh, yeah, you know, I just float and brought Please. some clouds and just brought some clouds to the to the top of the and you yeah. can condense it in your dumpling oh yeah I do cool. I do many states of uh, aggregation so just you know yeah I guess if you're mm. giving a cloud the idea of a dumpling it mm. starts making all these little pockets it's of water exactly it materializes into drops yeah mm. handy yeah. Um, well our our next segment is all about you. It's plugs, and where we want to know um, how what you want to help share with the rest of the world. So it can be about you, what you do, something you want to tell the world about, or something you believe in. Plug anything you like. So this is we're gonna open up the sack of plugs. Well, I, I brought my own power board, um, and apparently the Australian... What's a power board? Uh, it's what I plug into. So um, I'm going to talk about my plugs. Okay. And uh, I got told the Australian plug looks like the scream face. It kind of does now. That's kind of all I can see, which is a bit disturbing. Um, and uh, so, yeah, so I just find little adapters around the house and plug in my board. And, and then it's like my own little island of Australian power, wherever I am. Aww. Plug in all my jam. In case you ever get like homesick or nostalgic. Yeah, there's a scream like... face. There's a four little scream faces staring at me. I love it. Makes me feel like home. Yeah. Awesome. Australian plugs. <laughs> David. Uh, yeah, um, I'd, I'd like to just plug uh, drone uh, plant pilots. I think they're pretty amazing at, at, at doing their job. And uh, haven't they haven't crashed yet, so uh, th that doesn't mean they won't, but uh, so far so good. Have the plants designed the drone as well? No, they haven't. But they—they—that—that uh, that might be the next step. Yeah, I think uh, I think a, a plant needs a, a cockpit on the drone, maybe nice. to to ride along. That yeah. that that definitely will uh, be something that's going to happen. Oh, mm -hmm. game changer for sure. Yeah, no doubt. So, idea. What are you plugging for today? Oh, I want to plug into the minds of the people, their memories about <laughs> about this place, what happened. 
I heard some crazy stories, but I want to find out about all their mental feelings and just get inspired and flow down. That's very nice, and that, that blends very easily into our final segment. Reflections with This is Reflections with Taz, where Taz will help us reflect. So we think it's really important while we're all part of this amazing conference, so many ideas, so much engagement. Ideas of dumplings. Ideas of dumplings, ideas of fillings, ideas of shells and shillings. Um, to use this moment up while we're floating above the canopy to think about something and reflect on it. So today I'd like us to reflect on clouds. Clouds. We're gonna need a really big mirror to reflect onto those clouds. Hmm. We haven't thought of that. We should add a mirror to our reflection round. We should. Yeah. Because I mean, so far we've been talking about mental reflection, oh. but this is this is a good idea. Yeah. And they've been shining down at me all these days. So yeah. I'm gonna give them a little taste of their own medicine. Yeah. Send it right back where it came from. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So let's reflect on the reflection of clouds. I wonder how well they'd play a piano. Hmm, I don't know. I think I've seen that before. They seem to do okay. They're not very musical, but they do emit sounds. And that's Reflections with Taz! <laughs> <laughs> that's been a good day in the canopy blimp up here. There's a, a the snake orgy seems to have broken up. They're all flying through the air, they actually they can glide, um, so they didn't need the rope, the rope ladder back down. Um, no one just... needed my rope ladder, you guys had this. Yeah, see? You <laughs> underestimated Dynacon. <laughs> if you have an idea, you can get anywhere. You don't need a rope ladder. Or if you are an idea, oh, yes. you can get anywhere as well. <laughs> they apparently float. <laughs> and we'll see you next week on Biobang! In another in another ecosystem, hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully we're just not dead or stranded here forever. Mm, yeah, we should figure out how to get down and not get um, suffocated by hydrogen. Yeah, we're blown up. Yeah, stop mm. making fun of my ladder, guys. Need <laughs> <laughs> <Beat> it. <laughs> Why is the ladder so robotic? I didn't think you needed this many servos just for a rope ladder. <laughs> Not that many propellers are required for a ladder. It's full of propellers. It's a little overbuilt. <laughs>